Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. What is up, family? Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobel, is back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, maybe even your radio or your television this week. I am thankful for another day every morning that we have an opportunity to wake up in order to give God another praise. We are blessed. I am thankful for all of you, all of my listening audience, nationwide and internationally, who continue to support the Beautiful Soul Sunday podcast, Godcast. And listen, family, we have added another country to the Beautiful Soul Sunday family. So listen, please help me welcome all of my listeners in the country of Mongolia. I just want to say thank you to all of my beauties in the country of Mongolia. Listen, I love and appreciate you guys for tuning in. And as always, to all of my listeners out there, I am sending each of you big hearts, lots of love, and even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. And listen, because Mongolia joined the Beautiful Soul Sunday family, We are now in 24 countries, all praise, glory, and honor to God. So I am so grateful and I thank God for that. Keep it locked as you continue to tune in and find some encouragement and inspiration to be about that life, which is a blessed life serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I pray that all of you beauties had an amazing week last week. I can say that I truly had a wonderful week, a blessed week, and I absolutely love it when God sends you a surprise. I'm just going to leave that right there. But it is always a blessing to receive the unexpected blessings that God has for your life. And I just want to say this to my listening audience. I want all of you to start thanking God for the unexpected blessings that he has waiting for you. This is something that I have always thanked God for. And, you know, as I give my affirmations at the end of the show each week, I think it's important to believe God for the unexpected. At my home church, when we give our affirmations each Sunday before we take up the offering, One thing my husband and I started saying is that we thank God for checks in the mail. And I am here to tell you every now and then we will go to the mailbox and receive a pleasant, unexpected surprise when God sends a financial blessing. 
And so that's what I mean when I say to expect unexpected blessings. The Bible tells us in Malachi chapter three to prove God, to put him to the test. So listen, I want you to try God and see if he won't do it. See if he will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you do not have room enough to receive. I pray that over your life today, that God will begin to flood your life with financial breakthroughs and miracles. Now, that is not what the show is about today. However, I feel like in my spirit that someone out there is worried about how you are going to buy groceries, how you are going to pay your bills, how you are going to meet your obligations financially. And God is saying to you today, I've got you. I will come through for you and meet your every need and some of your wants too. So I want to encourage you out there to keep the faith, hold on to the promises of God and watch God move on your behalf. Never be afraid to challenge God because God is good on his word. So listen, always be faithful to God in your giving and in sowing seeds, because when you are faithful to him, he will be faithful to you. And even when you are not faithful, guess what? He is still faithful. And that is what I absolutely love about our God. So this week, family, the show is really a continuation from what I talked about last week which is being faced with the challenge of losing a loved one. And I wanted to come back this week with some encouragement for you just to let you know that God will not leave you there in your sorrow and in your sadness or in a state of grief, but God will come to you as well as comfort you. It is very difficult to experience and deal with the grief of losing a loved one, whether it's a parent, a child, a family member, or even a close friend. And I read the scripture out of the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 4 last week, which says, blessed are they that mourn, for they should be comforted. And I talked about there being a blessing in being able to mourn, because when you mourn, Jesus assured us that we would be comforted, and that is actually the perfect opportunity for you to draw closer to God during those moments of sadness and grief, and that comfort, which is a comfort that can only come from God, is really an invitation for you to lean on Him through your tears. Being comforted means that you are being entreated to pray, but it also means that you have received a personal invitation to be drawn closer to God and God will woo you through your grief if you allow him to. Sometimes his wooing, so to speak, is through pain and suffering and hurt. It's not always through the good times and the pleasant times. Sometimes it is through those unpleasant times that God will use the affection, the favor, and the love that he has for you to prompt you to seek him in order to find peace, 
and comfort. And God will woo you the same way a man woos a woman. Know that God will woo you through your woes. He absolutely will. And you guys know that I always talk about my guy, King David in the Bible, but David gives us so many perfect examples of God's love and how God will woo us during the difficult times in our lives. And I'm going to talk about that later in the show. But a lot of my followers out there, a lot of my listeners, you know that the theme scripture for Beautiful Soul Sunday is out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 3. It says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So God promises to give us Beauty for ashes and beauty for ashes is something that you may have heard, but you may not really know what that statement means or what the history is behind exchanging your ashes for beauty. It literally means that God will bestow upon you a crown or a headdress, a fancy bonnet. And some of my ladies out there who sleep in bonnets You know what I'm talking about. Imagine God placing a bedazzled bonnet on your head. That's what he's talking about when he says that he will give you beauty in place of ashes or in place of something which is dirty, something which is unpleasant. And the symbolism of ashes in the Bible comes from being associated with death and ashes served as a reminder of the loss, devastation, pain, grief, and hurt from losing a loved one or the devastation and sorrow of our sins. In the book of Genesis, dust or ashes references us returning back to dust once we die because man was created from the dust of the ground. That is found in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Then in Genesis chapter 3 verse 19, after Adam and Eve disobeyed God and the curses from those sins were spread throughout all creation, God tells Adam, by the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. So the same way man was created from the dust of the ground and man was cursed to experience death and decay, once you die, you return to dust. And King Solomon summarizes the same concept in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 20 when he said, all go to one place, all are from the dust and to dust all return. And this is the reason why you will hear someone who is officiating a graveside ceremony say ashes to ashes, dust to dust, because it is symbolizing from dust you came and to dust you will return. And of course, in the Bible, you will hear mention of sackcloth and ashes. For all of my Bible scholars, you know what I'm talking about. But sackcloth and ashes were an outward sign of mourning as well as repentance. 
So when someone in the Bible was experiencing mourning, they would put on sackcloth and ashes to let everyone know that they were in mourning. Sackcloth was a type of cloth made of black goat's hair that was thick. It was rough. It was made of a very coarse material and it was very uncomfortable to wear. It was also later used as a sack because of its sturdiness, and it was also an outward sign of mourning and submission, which signaled to everyone around them that there was absolute grief, devastation, and desolation while you were in mourning. So because of the significant symbolism of dust, ashes, and sackcloth, it also became a sign of humility before God. And listen, the Bible gives us a couple of perfect examples about that. I'm going to take a short break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about that a little more. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. So before the break, I was talking about how when someone in the Bible was going through grief and sorrow that they would put on sackcloth and ashes. And I talked about the perfect example of someone in the Bible who experienced grief by showing it outwardly when they would put on sackcloth and ashes. When someone was deeply grieved by their actions or whenever someone was in a state of repentance, because remember, I said earlier that ashes also was a sign of humility before God. So it was a sign of repentance. And whenever someone was in a state of grief and sorrow or mourning, they would often wear sackcloth and ashes. And we first see this mentioned in the book of Genesis when Jacob mourned the loss of his favorite son, Joseph, after Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery and then lied to their father, Jacob, that his beloved son was killed by a wild animal. Jacob fell to the ground and wept bitterly as he tore his clothes And he later put on sackcloth and he dumped ashes on top of his head. That story can be found in Genesis chapter 37. But the fact that Jacob dumped ashes on his head, that lets us know why the scripture says in Isaiah chapter 61, verse three, I will give you beauty for ashes. In other words, remember that beauty is a bedazzled bonnet. We are told that we will be given a crown of beauty to replace those ashes. 
And as I mentioned, my guy, King David, earlier in the show, he is someone else who also mourned the loss of his son. But King David's son was conceived from an adulterous affair. And David ended up marrying the woman he had an affair with. Her name was Bathsheba. But David was only able to marry her after he had her husband killed. Listen, let me just pause right there and say that lust will have you out here doing some crazy things. I'm just saying. But listen, David had this man killed because when David had an affair with Bathsheba, she became pregnant and David tried to cover it up. So when his cover up did not work, he had the man killed. However, the child died as a punishment from God because of David's adultery and the murder of Bathsheba's husband, Uriah. And this story can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 12. Some of you out there may think that the Bible is boring. If you like a little gossip, a little drama, a little tea, you need to read the Bible because there is lots of that in there. But while you are reading, it will free you and it will get you right and deliver you from all of that. But going back to the story of David and Bathsheba, when the child was conceived from their adulterous affair, then the child died. David put on sackcloth and ashes because he was in mourning and because he was so distraught over the child's death, even though David repented of his sins, married Bathsheba, and later she gave birth to their son Solomon, who became King Solomon. And I may have mentioned this on previous podcasts that David wrote the majority of the book of Psalms, which is a poetic book of songs. And in Psalms 30, which is ascribed to David, he says this in verse five, for his anger, speaking of God, endures but for a moment in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Verse eight says out of that same passage, I cried to the Lord and unto the Lord I made supplication. Verses 10 through 12 say this, Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be my helper. Verse 11 says, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Verse 12 says, I will sing praises to you, Lord. I will not be silent. I will give you thanks and praise you forever. So listen, the sorrows we face in this life are temporary. Know that your sorrow and your pain is only for a season. You have something to look forward to because the weeping you may be experiencing today in your night season will only bring you joy in the morning. So when you have been crying or lamenting before the Lord, or even wailing, when that grief breaks, sometimes you have to release a shrill of joy out of your belly, which will proclaim a shout of triumph and rejoicing that your grief was just released from sorrow into joy. So never despise your grief or your tears, 
because crying purges and cleanses the soul. God is saying to you today, I've got you and I've got your tears. I have gathered them up and I have them bottled up. We are reminded in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse four, that there is a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. But Ecclesiastes chapter three starts out in verse one by saying this, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens, a time to live and a time to die. So know that there is a purpose to every season in your life and you have an appointment to experience these seasons. But one thing that is for sure, seasons do change. And I want to encourage you and let you know that your season is about to change. Does that mean when you wake up in the morning that all of your grief and your sorrows, your hurt and your pain will be dissolved? Not necessarily, because your mourning does not have to do with chronos or chronological sequential time. It has to do with your kairos moment in time, which is the right critical opportune moment of an appointed time and it signifies a proper time to take action. So your morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G, is your Kairos moment, which is the breaking of day or the dawning of a new day. So your dawn may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week, next month, or even next year. It is when your sorrow breaks and joy steps in the same way darkness breaks when light steps in. And that is when your M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G turns into M-O-R-N-I-N-G from morning to morning. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with a couple of verses of scripture. The first verse is out of the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse four. It says this, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things will be passed away. So we have that assurance, and we have that to look forward to. The second verse of scripture I want to leave with you is out of the book of Psalms 126, verse 5. It says this, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember that your sorrow and your mourning in your night season will turn into joy and gladness in the morning, which is the dawning of a brand new day. God will give you joy for sadness and a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's why we can keep living our best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. So keep feeding your spirit and feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and 
Listen, never forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.